Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. So yesterday was beach day, and, and we talked on social media about your favorite beaches, whether they're lakes or uh, oceans. Mm-hmm. But uh, after the show, I was kind of running through, see what we missed. Christine message, North Reddington Beach, Florida. I looked that up. That's kind of on the uh, Tampa area on the west mm. coast, which I'm sure has seen plenty of rain and wind and high tides from that yeah. hurricane. Especially right now, yeah. So it's no wonder that things would wash up on that beach. But she said, uh, the water is sky blue. It's beautiful. We even found a skeletal human foot at high tide. Wow. What family can say that their vacation included finding a human foot? I mean, usually you're walking along and you get excited when you see a nice seashell and you go, oh, I'm going to yeah. save this and take it home with me. But hey, look at this. What do you do? You touch it? Do you call authorities? Uh, you don't certainly just put that in your little bucket and go home with it, do you? Christine said we called the police. They came out, asked them a few questions. Took, oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> took the foot, put it in a bag and left. And she said, we've got a story to tell the rest of our lives. Oh, But wow. wait. Didn't There's just more? find the foot. She said it was still attached to part of the tibia. Ew. What? <laughs> Apparently never heard back. Did we find out who that belonged to? I know. Did a shark take it off? And That's uh, what I'm wondering. The, the one-legged surfer that is around those parts <laughs> goes, oh, there's my foot. Thank you. Her name is Eileen. Oh, that's bad. We're here the whole <laughs> rest of the week, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Thursday, this is kind of your Friday, though. You slacker. The family came yesterday. <laughs> Mom and Dad rolled in. Or as Dad always says when I come to visit him, when are you bombing in here? <laughs> With the yacht. Oh, yeah. Is it the, the yacht? The yacht has arrived. Oh, yeah. Oh. This is a... I, if he was in here, I would ask him. This is a right. tiny little four-seater. Once you're in it, two face the front, two face the back. You can't move. So this is as far from a yacht as you could would ever get. But it's like the color of a 57 Chevy. You know, that Whoa. real, like a kind of greenish, kind of bluish, just real, oh, real pretty. I, I know the Chevy blue-green of which you speak, yeah. I think. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was going to say, well, a, a 57 Chevy could be black or red. But uh, yeah, I know that color. That's is it a 50-something boat? Oh, it probably is, yeah. I said the last time I probably went on a boat ride with Dad, I was probably 10. And I don't imagine he's taken it out a whole lot more. So if if by Tuesday we have some stories of sinking, don't be surprised. For crying out loud. You better wear that little orange life vest when you go out. We do have four of them ready to go. Well, not just stuffed into some well, cabinet I mean, under the seat. I want you on uh, wearing it. Wearing it? Yes. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We <laughs> have <on>. Enough <laughs> bad stuff happens. Uh, that is true. I should know better. If I wear it, we won't sink. If no. I don't, they're going to be floating down the lake. Oh, jeepers. If you missed the big moon last night, you can still sort of see it going down. It's getting yellowish. Very oh, cool. Yeah. That must have been what Alex was talking about because he, like I said, <laughs> went moon? into the office today and sent me a text. Wow, this moon is crazy. Yeah. I was like, I don't I don't see it. Yeah, well you wouldn't notice anything in nature. No. (laughs) I just want it to be outside and not in this house crawling on this desk. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 morning show. 
Oh boy, here we go. It's another edition of <laughs> Finish the Headline, Todd okay. and Laura. I'm so bad at this. Okay. This time it's out of Nebraska. Police pulled over Lee Meyer for a traffic violation because riding shotgun in his compact car was a what? I'm going to buzz in first. Right. Buzz I'm going to say a goat. A goat. I'm going to go with a Guernsey. A Guernsey? A cow. Oh, a cow. (laughs) Well, let's see. We're going to say Todd's the closest. Oh. It was a bull. Oh, something in between, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? A compact car? Wait, and do you know what a a Watusi bull, those, the giant sort of straight, pointy, big horns. Oh, wow. How did he get him in there? Well, it says here that... The uh, bull's head and horns were sticking out where the roof and windshield used to be. Like the <laughs> car was cut Jeez. off to accommodate the bull. And, uh, and that's no bull. Ho! <laughs> yeah, wait, all right, so you're the cop. Yeah. What are we, maybe distracted driving? Um, uh, what could be... Uh, I don't know if it makes any sort of difference or not. Uh, <laughs> if it had udders, it does not. <laughs> Well, so yeah. they uh, they let him off with a warning because well, good enough. Nebraska. That's, well, uh, sure. It's <laughs> not the first time the cop had seen that. Yeah, right. You're waking up with Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. I did uh, some searching here on the Golden Bachelor contestant from Minnesota. Of course, she's from Minneapolis. Leslie, a 64-year-old fitness instructor who, according to her bio on Entertainment Weekly, is a former aerobics champion. So, good for her. It says her ex-husband owns a very popular restaurant in Minnesota. Well, now I need to dig and see well, what, yeah. what's that. And I, Are they going to go on a date there? Like, oh, and look what uh, camera crew just showed up. Wait, that's my ex-wife. Who's that guy? That's Boy. the Golden Bachelor. You sure oh. do slip quickly into dark places, Laura. I know, yeah. I do. I should, yeah, I should go to be the ex-husband's a, restaurant. Cre- yeah. How do we create more drama on The Bachelor? Right? Well, never thought you'd ask for that. Let's uh, go to the ex-husband's restaurant on the hometown date. Wait, you'll yes. love this, though. Okay. Uh, her son is a chef at the ex-husband's restaurant. Oh, then you got to go, right? you got to go. <laughs> And she just posted, let's see, last night was Young Gravy at the Minnesota State Fair. He's from Mm -hmm. Rochester. She posted a photo with him. I wonder if she wasn't at the uh, Minnesota State Fair. uh, Maybe. You know, they did something similar. This was a few years ago, and I can't remember exact specifics. There's a Bachelor fan out there or Bachelorette fan that'll definitely set me straight. But on one of their dates, you know how they always end up with like a, a private little serenade concert. And all of a sudden they're dancing under the stars and the country singer, or the pop singers on stage yeah. singing just to oh, them. Yeah. Some, something about where the bachelorette brought one of the contestants on this date and the singer, whoever they got to perform, either dated her or dated him, and then afterwards they're like, well, we didn't know that is, like, we thought we were performing on the show, but of course everything's hush-hush until it films and airs, so they didn't know, and they're like, that was, that was awkward, that, you know, we're playing up on stage, we look down and see an ex, I don't know him or her, Mm -hmm. because I don't know who was on stage either, but someone has watched the show and knows that. It goes on, so Abby from Bachelor Australia has been in a relationship with Young Gravy for a while. Like the plot thickens. Now, why is he hanging out with the current 
I was going to say senior bachelor, but they call it golden, golden bachelor. Golden bachelor. Oh, I can hardly wait. Oh, Appointment so viewing. drama. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. We were talking about Billy Joel, him reserving the first two rows mm-hmm. of his concerts and then going to the back of the the stadium or the auditorium and, and pulling those people maybe in the nosebleed seats yeah. and saying, you know what? You look like you're a super fan. We're going to move you right up to the front row. That's right. And you told me a story about something that happened here locally. And you're like, ah, I don't know. I'm no Billy Joel. I'm like, yeah, but it's so nice. You have to tell this story. It was a very feel-good story. In fact, it was down at yeah. Prairie's Edge. Uh, Scotty McCreary, country baritone crooner, he uh, played down there. Remember, uh, Mary Ellen was a big fan of Scotty when he was a contestant on American Idol. Well, because not only did he have a deep voice that was at that time kind of likened to a Josh Turner country guy, but also he just seemed like a really nice, nice kid. Now he's, you know, grown into a man, but at the time, a nice kid. Yeah, in fact, I think this is a song kind of about him and his wife. This is it. Uh, So often when I I get invited down there to intro a lot of their shows, Mm -hmm. and this was one of them. So they set me up with uh, tickets, and uh, the seats I had were maybe a third of the way back on in the venue. But then before the show started, Eric down there at Prairie's Edge came and said, hey, we got a couple up front here that uh, have opened up. Follow me. He moved us up. Yeah. Well, so yeah. now, but your but your first seats were really yeah. good to oh, start with. Well, yeah. sure. I mean, you know, a third of the way back, and it's a it's not a huge venue. So now I'm holding these tickets. I told my brother in law, I'm, I'm going to go to the back of the room and just kind of scan who's back there. And I don't mm-hmm. want to say that I seem to have a knack for finding <laughs> people the big fans yeah. who will fit or be very appreciative, but. I saw this mom and what appeared to be a teenage daughter, literally the back corner two seats, as far back. And I kind of watched them for a minute, and the girl just looked giddy, waiting for Scotty to come on. Right. And I went up to them. I said, hey, I'm I'm with the local radio station. I'm going to be announcing the show here in a little bit. They just moved me up closer, so I have these tickets a lot closer than you are. Would you like them? Of course, at first, they're always suspicious. Well, you do, because you're like, buddy, are you going to try to to scam me for these tickets? We're going to get there, and the seats are filled, and now we've just given you $100 for these tickets. Like, no. No. (laughs) It's sad that that's the way the world is, right? You're immediately like, what's this guy trying to pull? I work for a radio station. We have these tickets. Somebody might as well use them. So excited, both mom and daughter. Mom came up to me afterwards. Oh, my gosh, you made my daughter's year. She's such a huge Scotty fan. And yeah. uh, so they got to enjoy the show. That felt really good. And I'm, I'm sure to Billy Joel, it feels good to know oh, yeah. that those yeah. real fans were moved to the close. Not just the ones that have $5,000 to buy the front row and then to don't the appreciate it. That's well, and you know a lot of times at those concerts, they're bought up by big executives yeah. that as a favor to their clients, hand out the tickets. Sometimes they don't even show up, so then you have empty mm-hmm. seats up there. And meanwhile, the super fans in the back would give anything mm-hmm. to be that close to their favorite. I've done that before. Uh, we had VIP tickets at the Granite Falls Rodeo and had a couple extra passes. And I, I'm like watching people come in and I yeah. picked out this couple, nailed it again. They were so excited. They listened to the station at the end they said we had such a great time because 
you know, you sit in a section where there's free beer and stuff. And yeah. Uh, so what is what is this lesson that we're all learning? When you go anywhere in public, you never know when someone may be going, hmm, who looks the most friendly? Who is looking like they are just grouchy and having the worst day? You're not certainly oh, going to go well, up to right. that person and go, oh, would you like to be upgraded and get front yeah. row seats if you're like. Eh. I thought the lesson was I just have a good judge of character. Well, I mean, that too. But also, how about we put a smile on our face and you never know what uh, good luck may come your way. Takes one to know one. (laughs) The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.